Welcome to Behavior Babes podcast presented by me, Dr. Amanda Kelly. As an ABA provider, particularly as a board certified behavior analyst at the doctoral level, it's incredibly important that I stay up to date with changes that are put forth by our National Certification Board, which is the Behavior Analyst Certification Board or the BACB. Recently, in December 2018, the BACB released a new newsletter, and they only release newsletters when there's something of interest to disseminate to the field about the science or the practice of behavior analysis. And today, the BACB came out with this newsletter to talk about some changes to the RBT requirements. So they have defined qualified trainers for the course sequence as uh, a certificate, a BACB certificate, a BCABA, BCBA, or BCBAD, who is responsible for overseeing the training. And they say that the responsible trainer must develop the training materials, that they must ensure the training is conducted in accordance with the requirements, they must identify him or herself as a responsible trainer, and they must maintain records of all the trainings that were conducted to ensure that the training meets the quality standards, even if an assistant trainer is conducting the actual training. Now, they go on to describe an assistant trainer as the responsible trainer um, being able to delegate some or all of their training experience to an assistant trainer who has demonstrated through their own direct observation, proficiency in the material that's being delivered, their ability to coach others. This individual does not need to be certified by the Behavior Analyst Certification Board. However, the responsible trainer is professionally and ethically accountable for all of the assistant trainer's activities, meaning that the BACB certificate, so the um, Board Certified Assistant Behavior Analyst, the Board Certified Behavior Analyst, or the Board Certified Behavior Analyst at the doctoral level would be ultimately responsible. And if you have a state licensure, that means the licensed individual will maintain the ultimate responsibility. The responsible trainer in this document will be referred to as the trainer, meaning um, that they cannot be related to the subordinate of or employed, uh, employed by the applicant during the training. So I cannot hire my boss to be the person conducting my training and my boss cannot hire me to do their training. So it's different. If it's a part of your employment, that's different than um, having this arrangement, which could present a dual relationship or potential conflict of interest. What it does note is that the training must cover all of the tasks that are in the RBT task list, and there's now an additional task list code revision. It has to include at least three hours on the RBT ethics code, which makes sense considering all of the ethical situations and conundrums that registered behavior technicians may face. The training cannot include, and this cannot count towards the 40 hours, um, time spent completing independent activities such as readings and assignments, or any non-behavior analytic component or any agency-specific training such as crisis management, CPR, billing, and so forth. That would not meet the continuing education requirements uh, and it is not what is expected here. 
The duration of the training has to be completed. It has to be a total of 40 hours, must be done within 180 days, and cannot be done in fewer than five days, which makes sense. If we're talking about an eight-hour workday, five days a week, that's talking about a work week, 40 hours of condensed information, not agency-specific, that's really intensive. And you want to make sure there's time to digest, synthesize, process, and engage with the information. The training may be structured using didactic, meaning lecture-based, or role-playing in-person or any online instruction, but the online training must use an instructor-led delivery of content, meaning it has to be interactive, there have to be video lectures, it has to be online-led discussions. It can be conducted in a single course or in separate um, briefer units that total 40 hours. It should be designed using behavioral and instructional procedures, meaning using programmed instruction, behavioral skills training, discrete trial training, talking about naturalistic reinforcers, and environment training. The responsible trainer must provide each RBT applicant with a 40-hour training form, and applicants will be required to upload this now as a part of their RBT application process. Um, the responsible trainer must maintain documentation of each training for up to seven years. The modification now to the training form is responsible trainers may develop their own version of this form, but it must be a single training document for the entire training that includes set information, such as the start and end dates uh, within 180 dates, uh, 180 days, the name and the certification number of your responsible trainer, the names of any assistant trainers, if applicable, the total number of instructional hours, which has to be at least 40 hours, and a statement indicating that the learner successfully completed the training, as well as the following statement, which reads that this training program is based on the RBT task list and is designed to meet the 40-hour training requirement for RBT certification. This program is offered independent of the BACB. In regards to training uh, provider requirements, they must include the following text now in all online or print materials. The training program is based on the RBT task list, is designed to meet the 40-hour training requirement for RBT certification, and again, it is offered independent of the Behavior Analyst Certification Board. Now, the Behavior Analyst Certification Board has released the 40-hour training responsible trainer checklist. The instructions state that a responsible trainer should complete the self-review checklist prior to overseeing the implementation of the 40-hour training. So they must certify that they are actively uh, a BCABA, BCBA, or BCBAD, that they may not be related to a subordinate or employed by the RBT applicant being trained, um, that they have read and understand the 40-hour training requirements, that they have deployed and developed their training to meet these requirements. They must also agree that they have a system to track and maintain the records and that they have a mechanism for receiving feedback from their attendees. They have to have criteria to evaluate the assistant trainer's readiness. They have to have materials for the assistant trainer who is providing any portion of the training. Procedural integrity met metrics must be in place, meaning things have to be measured. And there has to be a process in place to ensure that the assistant trainers are also not related to, subordinate to, or employed by the trainees. 
More information about this can be found in the newsletters and other updates at the Behavior Analyst Certification Board, which can be uh, found at www.bacb.com. For more information regarding applied behavior analysis and some of the content and information mentioned in the RBT task list from the BACB, you can go to www.behaviorbabe.com.